things. Well, that one is armed, thought Drake, as he looked for any sign that the others would follow suit. There was an uneasy silence. Maybe there's only one gunman. It was wishful thinking. Another shot rang out, the muzzle flash briefly lighting up the night. Drake hunkered down behind the door, making himself a smaller target, ready for another shot that didn't come. Last warning. Throw down your weapons if you want to live. Drake heard sirens in the distance. If these punks were going to do something, they had better do it soon. As if on cue, the first punk stepped out again, his pistol held high. Go, 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 he shouted as he started firing at the detective. A stray shot sent a spiderweb across the windshield of Drake's supersport. A second round punched through the window on the car door he was taking shelter behind. Tired of them shooting up his car, and knowing that an officer's life was hanging in the balance, Drake dove out from behind cover and returned fire. The night air cracked with lightning and thunder as the forty-five ACP sent hot lead through the air and into the yielding flesh of the first gunman. Both shots found their target, the impact sending the gangbanger spinning around and tumbling to the ground. The sight sent the other two punks into a panic. They bolted from cover in an attempt to evade the detective and disappear into the night. One of them pulled his piece and started wildly shooting behind him as he ran. Drake stood his ground. He didn't have a death wish. Far from it. He had died before, and come back. He knew what waited for him on the other side. He had come to terms with it. The detective got a bead on the moving target who was firing at him, and took a deep breath before calmly squeezing the trigger. There was a spray of blood in the headlights as the runner went down hard. His body made a sickening wet sound as it hit the pavement and rolled to a stop. You want a ride to the morgue with your friends? Drake called out as he trained his gun on the third punk. The last runner had managed to put a fair distance between him and the detective. His gait faltered as he looked back. Drake imagined what was going through his head. He figured he was weighing his options. A pistol shot would be more difficult at this distance, but he had seen what had happened to his friends. The punk cursed under his breath, tossed his gun to the ground, and slowed to a stop. Wise move, Drake said, as he began walking toward the remaining gang member. You better hope the cop lives, or I wouldn't want to be in your shoes. He took his left hand from its supporting position under the gun and reached back to his belt to pull out his cuffs. Just then, a cruiser pulled up and two officers jumped out. Momentarily distracted, Drake failed to notice the punk had pulled out a knife. When he turned back, the punk was lunging, blade piercing the air, aimed for his throat. Instinct kicked in, and the Colt 1911 roared in his hand, hitting the assailant's center mass and throwing him back. The knife went flying from the punk's hand as he struck the ground. Drake stepped over him, pistol aimed at the punk's head as he watched the life fade from his eyes. All good here, he called out. Check on De La Rosa. The ceremony is complete, the blonde smiled. We have officially moved in. That's all of it? You have every box unpacked? asked Christopher Clark, her husband. It had been weeks since they began the arduous process of moving in. I'm impressed. Jessica Clark flung herself down on the couch and kicked her feet up on the coffee table. That's it. I'm never moving again. She laughed as she leaned back and rested her head against her interlaced fingers. 
I thought you said no feet on the coffee table. Special occasions require special exceptions, wouldn't you agree? Speaking of that, pop open some wine while you're up. She wiggled her butt down deeper into the comfy couch. It felt good against her back, after a long day of lifting and moving. Um, I hate to be a party pooper, but you do remember you start your new job tonight, he asked hesitantly, wary of ruining her good mood. Oh, fine, be that way. You always were the practical one. But maybe just one glass? Of course. Chris made his way into the kitchen. She watched him walk away. He was still as fit and handsome as the day she met him. Jessica was trying to be supportive, but she hadn't been a big fan of the move. This place was a step down from the house that they had lived in before, but their mortgage had been upside down. The new house was okay, but it needed a lot of renovation. It had